Randy Taylor. Uh, Randy, we're going to talk a little USC recruiting here. Uh, first of all, the Trojans go down to Arizona State last week and, and, and pick up a nice victory over the Sun Devils. And uh, the USC coaches, while they were there, T. Martin did take a trip uh, over to North Canyon, a school they know well since uh, Austin Jackson was there last year. But uh, North Canyon has a receiver this year who uh, seems to be, it continues to be in that mix for SC. I would say he's kind of on the bubble at this point. But Solomon Enos is a six foot four guy. What do you think of him? Yeah, I, I like him. He's uh, the things I like about him uh, are some of his measurables. And, and you know, he's got that six three, six four size. He's at close to two hundred pounds. But he, you know, he's a hundred meter guy in track. He benches two ninety five. His vertical is is in the high thirties. You know, the other thing you notice about a guy like that, he has some quickness and change of direction of smaller players. And I think that's important for a big guy uh, that, that – uh, he's a hand catcher. He does a lot of things. He's got a ton of offers by some good academic schools as well. Mm-hmm. So, he, you know, he's a pretty uh, smart kid. And I think with, with a guy like Hunt already there and, and the other guys that they have, uh, he's a guy that, that has some versatility, uh, helps their offense with, with him probably being an X. Uh, that outside, you know, split end type kid. Uh, Hunt has the ability, maybe a slot guy. So if he's a guy they get, then he fits, you know, uh, go along with uh, the other receivers they already have. Yeah, de- definitely so like- as a pack. Yeah, definitely see him as a Pac-12 kind of guy. He did take a trip to Penn State, but otherwise you're, you know, ASU, Arizona, as you would expect, Utah's in that mix, uh, Cal. So um, who knows, but definitely a guy that, uh, again, for T. Martin to go take a trip to see him, that that tells you there is some kind of interest at this point. No Um, no question. And and one thing I would say is, is, you know, like we always talk, he's either going to be with you or against you. uh, Exactly. Playing in the Pac-12 against you, so it's good to know about Okay, I want to talk about uh, the the Fox game that was last week with Centennial and Norco, and um, we, we've talked about Tanner McKee before on the podcast, a guy who uh, is going to be taking his mission. But boy, when you look at what we've seen, some really good Centennial offenses over the years, Randy, probably the best offensive system in Southern California the last fifteen years. Um, but I look at McKee, and I, I think he's probably the high end of the bunch that they've had at quarterback. They've had a lot of really good running backs too, and good quarterbacks. But I look at him and this guy, he's really good. I, I'm going to put them at number two in Southern California right now behind modern day as we head into the CIF playoffs and then Bosco and Mission Viejo in their three and four. I, I just think Centennial's offense right now, I look at them, boy, they just are as uh, as impressive as you're going to see. Yeah, I, I, the thing that, that has helped them is uh, a couple things. You know, McKee got hurt against IMG and they missed the mm-hmm. game, but didn't hurt him on their win-loss. But when he's healthy, I mean – and he, he's a better runner than some people think. You know, 104 yards rushing, almost so 300 high, passing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just a, a, a definitely has the the ability to carry. And he took over the game. I mean, it was a kind of evenly matched first half, and then uh, he just continued to to do what he does. And the other thing is, is they've got some receivers. The, the transfer from King Riverside, Chris Venable, has been been really big for them and had a yeah. 49 yards, and he's a good, you know, probably be a, a, a FBS kind of a scholarship, uh, be a scholarship guy. They've got that youngster, Gary Bryant, who's an explosive young kid who's just a sophomore. And so they've got some tools. Uh, their offensive line's, you know, good size and pretty good. So that, and, and Norco is a good, 
program. You know, the, the running backs going to Oregon, and he had a Oh, the die kid is good. Yeah, yeah. Travis Dye. Yeah. They, they've got the old linemen going to Alabama, and they've got probably three other old linemen uh, that are scholarship guys. And, and, you know, another one or two might be in the uh, Pac-12. So uh, that's a talented team. I think it was just too much Tanner McKee, and I think that's the key to them you know, being up there in that in that second position, I think is pretty fair. I I I, I agree. Just that they, they just had too much, and and it wasn't a fluke. That's what Centennial does. Um, yeah. Okay. Who'd you uh, who'd you get out and see last week? I had a, a heck of a week. I went out and spoke at uh, Diamond Ranch High School out here in Pomona. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got some talented kids. They have a uh, a kid named Amiri Johnson who's a junior going to be a senior who is kind of under the radar he's transferred to a couple different back and forth uh he's a talented guy look really he looks like an nfl guy right now but has a ways to go uh they've got a nice quarterback out there a kid named donovan smith i might have mentioned him before but he's a heck of an athlete with developing uh, uh quarterback skills and he's a true freshman as they say in college. Uh, so that was, that was fun and talked to parents. You know, they had me come out and speak to the group. Uh, got to see, uh, Redlands play A.B. Miller. Uh, both have young talent. Uh, I don't know if they have guys that'll play for USC and, and, and some borderline Pac-12 guys. Uh, Linfield Christian, uh, versus Notre Dame Riverside. Linfield Christian has two big time and we talked about Deshaun, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Talked about him. Deshaun Burns. Deshaun right. Burns, yeah. So they've got a kid named Ben Coleman out there. Ben Coleman. I may right. have mentioned, yeah, 6'3", 300. And I got to see him. He's a guy that could play for SC, I think, as a guard or a center. Uh, could play defensive tackle. Uh, Travion Brown is a heck of a versatile athlete, 6'3", 200. Then I went and saw Beaumont and Citrus. Uh both, you know, have have talent. Uh, unfortunately, Bowman had that in the incident with the head coach, uh, so I don't know how that affected him. They have a senior, Fabian Marble, who might be one of the best-looking kids getting off the bus, 6'3", 200. They just don't have the ability to uh, use him in a way that, that would make him be a, a scholarship guy right away, but I wouldn't doubt if somebody in the Pac-12 comes along and, and grabs him uh, if his grades are okay and, and he'd be a guy playing SSC. Uh, Saturday was fun. Went and saw Carnegie High School, which used to be the old uh, Riverside Christian. Uh, they played Sherman Indian, but the thing about Carnegie is they're getting all these Canadian kids to come in. And they do that in basketball as well, both in different countries. And they've got a 2018 kid named Francis Femi who is committed to UConn, but wouldn't be surprised if he's a guy that the Pac-12 coaches get more and more interested in as a tight end or a defensive end. He's about 6'4", 200, kind of a long kid. They also have two more juniors from the Montreal area, a kid named Alejandro DeZazzo, who's a, a linebacker, 6'2", 190, who I really like this quickness and instincts, long-arm kid. And then a uh, kind of a raw lineman, Timothy Marino, 6'4", 240. That could be a guy that's athletic and runs around. And, and uh, so 
that that's who I saw last week. I kind of had some fun seeing some schools, kind of smaller schools that have talented kids. So that was okay. Fun. How about this week? This week I am making my San Diego trip finally. So I will go down. I'll see. I'll go to Helix. Uh, definitely make sure I see T- Isaac Taylor Stewart. See how he's doing. If he's healthy, not healthy. Uh, and they've got a bunch of other players. Uh, mm-hmm. Lincoln, I think I've mentioned, is making a comeback. They've got a kid, Kenyon Sims, who's a, a, a skilled player that's going to Utah. Uh, Vista, I will go see. They've got a Desmond Taua, who's a 2020 kid who I really like. Uh, and they've got some other young prospects. And again, schools like Mission Hills and San Marcos, Morse, uh, Cathedral Catholic. So I'll have a Heck of a heck of a, a few days down there and go to some games. So I'll see a lot of talent, and I will be able to fill you in on some of those guys next week. Yeah, definitely looking forward to the report on uh, Taylor Stewart. He went down to uh, took an official visit to A&M last weekend. Sounds like uh, everything went well, which you know, no surprise when you're going down there. But uh, yeah. it, it is getting close to decision time for him, and uh, going to be anxious to hear your thoughts after next week. Okay, uh, give us your yeah. Taylor topic of the week. So I was I was watching you know a lot of these games and and you know you start to see more college coaches getting fired and, and we've talked about the early signing and and more fire coaches being fired in the fall and I'm thinking to myself if I'm an athletic director which direction would I be going if I'm looking for head coaches and being in this business for so long and in a role where I've I've had to uh, uh, talk about coaching positions uh, I'm kind of thinking younger coaches and and you start off you know t martin who's what in his his uh late 30s early 40s you know i kind of look at younger coaches now in college at 40 to 30 i don't think you need to go mm-hmm. to the, the the youth movement of the nfl with the 26 year olds but if you've got one you know i think the way social media is uh branding is such a big thing i mean i I don't think there's a lot of coaches that have, that are 60 years old or 50 years old that are worried about branding anything. You know, uh, it's just kind of they're kind of an old school. Uh, I think the youthful attitude about offense, defense, and special teams and, and the locker room. I think a youthful attitude in the locker room is impressive, important. Energy, all those kind of things. So I was kind of thinking about guys like T. Martin, you know, and, and Clay Helton's 45, and, and it is kind of a young guy uh, in his heart and his spirit, I believe, and he kind of fits into this category. But there's some really good coaches out there that uh, uh, you'll see names popping up with all these new uh, openings, like a Scott Frost. And it kind of depends if they're willing to leave. Uh, their school after a year or two. That, that's the other part. But, you know, with the Nebraska situation, a guy like Frost, who's an alum, doing well at, at Central Florida, Jason Candle at Toledo, the, the guy at Memphis, uh, they did a heck of a job of beating up on the on the Bruins. Uh, another guy I really like who's got California roots is Jake Spavital, who's at West Virginia, was at Cal, and the head coach at uh, – Rovovich, I think is his name, at Hawaii is a Northern California guy. So I think those are young guys who are kind of making names for themselves with that that whole uh, mentality, energy, social media understanding, branding. You know, uh, I'm I'm thinking about some of these old coaches who are 
texting 18 year olds, you know, and, and, and it's uh, just not part of the foundation no, because of what they knew. No question. It doesn't fit. No, it's not and part so of that. And, and like for everything you're saying, yeah, and add seven on seven to the mix as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's definitely, uh, that's here to stay. I don't see that going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. And the campus, you know, the attitudes on campus, I think younger, younger coaches, I think have a little bit more, uh, of a feel for it. And, and I don't want to throw the old guys under the bus yet, but, uh, uh, I just think that, that thinking of it as an AD, that, that's kind of what, when you look at who are going to be the the coaches that might fill a spot for Butch Davis or McIntyre or whoever the heck other these other openings are going to be, uh, some of those guys might get a, get a look, and any and even some of the young guys that are coordinators in the NFL. So it'll be interesting. I, I hear you, but you you, you definitely see it on. Uh... On college campuses, like you say, everything, everything that entails it, you see it more and more. So uh wouldn't be surprised to see what you're saying come true. Well, thanks, Randy, for your time. As always, we'll uh look forward to doing this again next week. You got it, buddy. Take care.